Hey, this is Spencer Smith. Thanks for tuning in. I got my friend with us today, Eric Lichtenberg. Hello, everybody. Hey. Good to be here. What we're going to do today is we're just going to discuss a little bit about how getting bullied could make people feel a little stressed out, depressed, and then they want to take their lives. The Crossing Arrows Ranch Podcast with your host, Spencer Smith. Growing up as a kid, I was bullied quite a bit. I was just a little weird, you know. Just a little just bit? Just a little weird. Just a little weird. Well, you still are, brother. You still are. <laughs> it, I would say it did add a lot to my character and my personality in defining who I am and where I've gone in my life. It had a big impact. Bullying doesn't just have to happen to kids. It can happen to adults as well. There's a lot of adults out there that get bullied by coworkers. Now, there's been a lot in the free market to kind of clean that up with HR and those various departments in your companies that you work for. But it's important to recognize that there are some people that they're just not able to handle it, whether that be through their own personal issues, things like that of that nature. We need to be out there and be a positive influence for people. And it's okay to razz your friends and razz your thing, but you need to know your limits when it comes to that. When, oh, when it's not taken the right way or it's misinterpreted the wrong way, it, it can really have an impact on their life. And if they're in a dark place, they're in a bad place, we don't really know where that person's at in their life. It can cause them to do some things that they can't take back. While we can have fun, we can be candid, we can have banter, we need to know our limits with certain individuals. And so we need to, re in a sense, read the room, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, for with sure. With an individual and... Try your best to just be a positive influence and be there for people because you never know what kind of difference you're going to make in other people's lives. And with kids, it can really affect them, especially if they don't know really who they are yet in life. They feel like they don't fit in. They feel like there's something wrong with them for what they believe or how they feel. And so it's important, too, that we're involved with our kids' lives enough that we can recognize, hey, something's off. When we're busy, where both parents are working, there's so much going on in life that sometimes it's easy to just kind of put the kids on the back burner. Oh, I agree. And, I agree. Yeah, not be involved with their lives and what they're doing. And sometimes the simplest things, just listening to them saying, hey, so, you know, you got any prospects, any, you know, any boyfriends, girlfriends, you know, you got anything you're looking forward to, any dances you want to go to? How's homework doing? How's things going? What are you learning in school? Which, you know, uh, these days can be a scary thing. I oh, guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. I mean, you know, I, uh, so last year, my daughter, there was a kid that was bullying her, and it got to the point where that bully pulled my daughter's pants down. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And it was in the bathroom, but it's still at the same time. You know what? That's uncalled for. That and is. With the ranch and what we do is I teach kids how to stand up to bullies without getting in a fist fight, right? Right, right. Because back in my day is when I got bullied, heck, we went fist cuff. I mean, right, right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like if you if you were taking too much guff from somebody, you just ended it. Like that's kind of the yeah, way it, it worked. Yep. And, 
And now uh, you'll have all kinds of criminal record and charges in court if you yep. get into a fight. And and so if it turns sometime, you know, in our day, you know, the the vile, I guess the violent way was the way to end it. Yep, exactly. But that's all changed in right. today's society and, and how it's handled. And so you can end up with a criminal record in your life for defending yourself exactly. in a school. And so we need to find other methods to change that because these people can say what they want. And as long as they're not violating yep. part of the protected class of individuals, like, you know, whether it be religion or you know, sexuality preference or whatever, as long as you're not violating those protected classes, then it seems to be ignored. Uh, yeah, I agree. And my wife and I got the phone call and we went down the school and here she is bawling and all upset. And the principal come out and talk to us. We left her in the room and just told her, it's going to be okay. We'll be right back out. And I went in and talked to the principal and I said, you know, I'm Spencer. We own this equine therapy ranch here. I'm teaching these kids how to stand up to bullies without... Resorting to violence. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so I says, okay, so what are you going to do about this? He says, well, what I can do is I can split them apart. I can talk to them and we can uh, deal with it that way. And I says, okay, so if this young lady starts being a bully again to my daughter, what are you going to do? Are you going to suspend her? What are you going to do? What's the consequences that you're going to do as a principal and as a school? What are you going to do? And he couldn't come up with the answer. Well, then I'll just take him out of classes. And that's what he told me, too, is he's going to separate them out of classes because they had a few classes. And I looked at him and I told him, I says, OK, are you BSing me? And he says, no, I will take care of it. Well, <laughs> two days later comes by and that young gal is harassing my daughter. And I call up the phone. I told him, I says, okay, if you can handle this and you can take care of it, then we're going to be fine. And we decided to figure out a solution. And it happened two days later, the bully was after my daughter again. And I called the principal and I says, okay, dude, she's still in her classroom. The bully's still in her classroom. She's still doing the same classes. You told me you were going to split them up. And he told me, I didn't tell you that. And I says, okay, so you lied to me from the get-go just to get me off your back. And my daughter was thinking that she was nobody. The great thing about it is, is she has those horses and she can go out and release some of her stress and stuff. And we picked up a new client about three months ago and they go to the same school. And the same young lady that was being a bully to my daughter was bullying this girl and you know what they need to do something i i understand that there's got to be something going on right. i mean it could be at home i mean it could be mom and dad mm -hmm. i mean there's there's a lot of yeah, things that could issues yeah yeah you know and i don't blame the bully but at the same time i believe that they need to be punished because it gets to be so old because you can't turn around like we were discussing earlier. We can't throw fists like we used to. Right. right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so I think that we need to figure out what to do, how to take care of it. I guess we just need to be polite no matter what we do because you never know when you're going to have that person is so in that dark place by getting bullied. I mean, there's all sorts of things that's going on in their lives, but that bully or getting bullied could trigger that suicide thought 
Right, right. And it's important, too, for us as adults, because we look at their world and think their world is small, their world is manageable, it's very simple, and when we distill it down, it is that way. But the closer you look at something, the more complex it gets. And so for them, it can be very overwhelming, and they can, you know, their world is, it's about acceptance, it's about where they fit in and, and all this stuff. So for us, it looks very simple, but to them, it is overwhelming and very complex. And as we grow, we learn that the world is very big and the world is very complex. And so it's easier for us to find our place. But for them, it's kind of like, this is the way I need to be. This is the way it is. And if they don't fit into that, then they're going to have some confidence issues. I think part of helping them is to get them out of that world and let them see other worlds, let them see that there are other things that they can fit into, that they can do. They're buried into their phones, they're buried into their games, they're buried into social media. If you can show them that there's an entire world outside of that, then that will make leaps and bounds to helping them find their identity as a person well right and you know when they come out to the ranch and they start working with the horses the great thing about this is is the horse and the client gets to pick each other that horse can feel your heartbeat four feet away they can tell and some of them might not even pick you but that one special horse is going to pick you right and then that's where we start building confidence and really teaching Mm -hmm. them hey guess what you're awesome. You are a part of this ranch family and you are awesome and you can get through anything in your life. So that's what we teach and also build strengths, what they're strong at doing and also teaching, hey, you know what? There's something going on with that bully, right? I think we can teach people how to stand up against a bully without fighting. You know, the biggest thing is saying, hey, you know what? I still love you your names are not going to hurt me you're not bothering me no more and what i'm trying to start now too is a deal where my daughter and one of the other clients is getting bullied you know what girls guess what you're the sunshine you're the inspiration for other kids that are getting bullied at school stand up with them stand up and say hey you know what we went through the same thing but we're getting through this and we can stand up pretty soon you're going to have this big ring of people that stand up to bullies but being in a nice way and then people are going to see you and you're going to be able to soar even higher in school because people come to you when they need help and maybe that bully will even stop being a bully and maybe right, right. you know maybe be able to join your club and you know like i said there is so many things that could be going on with the kid that is being the bully, right? Right. And it's like, yeah, it's like you said earlier, because there's a lot of kids that they have the issues at home and they don't know how else to take onto it. They, they feel like it's a pecking order that they, they need to do. And I've ran into adults now that as a kid, junior high and early high school, I hated that person. They picked on me. They were mean. I was scared of that person. And I've run into them much later in life as an adult. And I can tell that they feel bad about that situation. Oh, yeah. And so they came back to me and they've told me stories about their childhood that are just messed up about their parents, about their uncle, about other situations that caused them to be that way. 
And so I feel like, prob not all of them, but I feel like a lot of them later in life are going to regret how they treated others in their childhood. And they're going to feel bad about it. Because oh, we, grow, we do have the ability to grow out of it and to grow that empathy towards other people. Oh, yeah, for sure. So let's talk about the event. Yeah, the event went great. I thought we had good food. We had some great camaraderie. And people showed up not knowing what it was. They just saw the bouncy house. Yeah, the bouncy the house. Activity, and their kids were like, hey, let's go to the bouncy house. And they went over there and said, oh, this is about suicide. It was an issue close to their heart. So there's a lot more of that than I think we realize. And so it affects people. You never know what influence you're going to have on the rest of the world or what a person's going to have on the rest of the world. And so it's so easy to listen to those demons attack you and say you're worthless. You're you're no good. The world's going to be better off without you. Everybody's going to be happier without you. And that's just simply not true. And to a lot of people, it was a shock when their friend or their family member committed suicide. They never saw it coming. And then in hindsight, they said, I should have seen the signs. And so how we can prevent that, how we can discuss that. And again, we are not licensed professionals when nope. it comes to mental health. <laughs> we just have to make that very clear. But we are people who have been affected by suicide of friends and family and loved ones. And it's important that we talk about these things and how we can prevent that from happening in the future. So just wanted to make that clear. We are not licensed professionals, but we are people who have been affected by it. You know, the first episode kind of shared the story and talked about what I went through as a teenager and still have that depression. Every once in a while, you think that S word, that dirty S word. <laughs> and I know this. I've been there. I know that the horses do their magic and interacting with a 1500 pound horse or a thousand pound horse brings stability to your life. Just having a buddy. Yeah, having a camaraderie with the horse is awesome. It's a friendship in a positive way and it's really important. It's fun. It develops the skills. And you never know where those skills are going to be used. Right. Didn't like, you used to own horses when you were a kid? I did. I owned horses and cattle growing up. My FFA project was raising cattle. Cattle. So, so cattle. did I. Yeah, yeah cat, raised cat, some yeah. cattle. And it's interesting because small town boy, first job was picking cherries in a rural area. And a few years later, I'm living in Los Angeles, working in the film industry. And it came up that, hey, we were looking for someone with gun and horse experience. And I was like the only person who had actual gun and horse experience. So right. I ended up doing some work on some sets and kind of developed a career. So you never know where those skills are going to lead. You never, you just never know. Exactly. And I mean, that's a world away. I don't really work in Hollywood anymore. I couldn't. I couldn't, couldn't handle, handle it. Now, I, now you're, now you're I, my producer. I was, dude. I guess I was blacklisted before that was even a term, you know, because of my uh, think crimes. <laughs> yeah, thought yeah. crimes. Now, now you're now you're just a producer, let's and, just, and and doing advertisements and stuff. Let's just say I hated Harvey Weinstein way before anybody else even knew who his name was. <laughs> fair, and, fair. And enough. I have lots of witnesses that can testify to that. They'd be like, "Why do you hate Harvey Weinstein so much?" And you know, and, you know so. oh well, yeah, we're not. Yeah, we'll we'll stop there because <laughs> there, here, here comes that bullying and hating people, dude. Yeah, we're, we're you know, you know uh, we're. Uh, supposed to be uh inspirational <laughs> and all that good stuff so hey and spencer this is a great opportunity there's going to be some really great guests coming on 
And it's going to be a great opportunity to discuss, to share, to learn. We're going to have some resources for everybody out there and just really enjoy the conversation in in a positive way so that we can make an impact to everybody who's out there. And, and we've got Avenues of Hope coming yeah, on Lisa, here. Lisa, Lisa Mitchell. Lisa from Avenues of Hope is going to be coming on, so make sure you don't miss that. And if you've got any feedback or any stories you'd like to share, be sure and reach out to us, crossingarrowsranch.org. And we're always open to sponsorships and donations if that calls to you. If you have someone in your life who needs the help, who needs the assistant, also make sure you reach out to us. We're really out to make a difference, or we want to make a difference in any way we can and be impactful. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We're kind of out of time. but uh, Well, you know, we're always out of time. We just get talking too much. But anyway, thanks for tuning in. Like I said, we got Lisa Mitchell coming after this one. And she really has a story that you guys really need to tune in. Yeah, make sure you have your tissues in. Yes, exactly. Have, this one is going to, yeah, this is going to make you cry. She touched my heart. We'll explain it to you here in another week. And I appreciate it. Thanks and have a good rest of your week. Crossing Arrows Ranch podcast with your host, Spencer Smith.